0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Game Talk Radio. I am Greg, my co-host again this week is my buddy John. John, how are you doing? I am doing great. You're doing great. You got a very, very pretty uh, ugly sweater on today. It's quite it's <laughs> nice. I like it. It's a Mario 3 themed ugly sweater. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I like
1: it. Uh, I would say this is Mario World themed because he's got his cape. And Bowser's in the uh, the clown car from the oh, end of the game.
0: Sure, sure, it was a little small on yeah. my screen. I, okay, yeah, yeah, Sorry. you're right. No, no, you're right. That makes sense. Um, so t- today we're gonna we're gonna you know do the usual. The two things we're gonna be talking about today is we're gonna go over the game awards quickly because. One game seemingly won everything, <laughs> so we're we're gonna look. I mean, we're to see, gonna go
1: over the Last of Us awards. Yeah, the Last of Us Two
0: Naughty Dog awards um, and some runner up awards. <laughs> which is funny because we, you know we we spent all this time, like John and I, slaved over and over over a hot stove last week picking these winners. We put hours and hours of thought into it. No, I'm just kidding. We put about five seconds into it. But we're gonna go over how wrong we were on everything because, like I said, Last of Us Two won everything. And then we're gonna but but that's gonna be a small part because what I want what we're gonna spend the most time talking about today is Cyberpunk. And it's gonna be an honest conversation about what it is. If it's good, is it bad? Will you like it? Will somebody else like it? Is it buggy? Is it glitchy? Is it game of the year? Is it perfect? All of these questions will be answered and more when we deep dive into it. I don't think we're gonna talk about any spoilers though, because I'm not really interested in talking about any story beats. Like I might mention, yeah. oh hey, there's a side mission here that does this, or a side mission there that does that. But I'm not gonna go really into any of the major story beats. Because... Yeah, I might
1: talk a little bit about locations, but in a broad sense.
0: Yeah. So so don't. I don't think you have to worry about spoilers unless you really just don't want to know anything. So if you don't want to know anything, then maybe you don't want to listen. But we're gonna talk about cyberpunk. <laughs> it's set in the future. It's set. In, <laughs> it's <laughs> in the future. It's got. There's a lot of cybering. Uh, there's punks <laughs> oh, all God, over I the wish place. Oh were
1: cybering. God, 1999, <laughs> remember, instant messenger. Remember,
0: remember, remember cybering, John? You know, whatever happened to that? You know, kids nowadays, they don't want to cyber. They just want to yes. They want to bang for real.
1: <laughs> yeah, every time you go on, uh, under like Chatterbait and you start ta- typing stuff out and you, you get mad at them because they won't use the, the keyboard. It's like, no, no, stop jibrating in front of the camera. Just type to me. I want to imagine it.
0: Yeah, gosh. Yeah, I want to pretend. That's... I want. I want to pretend to be a sixty-five-year-old lady <laughs> trying to meet other sixty-five-plus-year-old <laughs> ladies in Yahoo chat rooms. Okay, is that so hard?
1: Yeah, and then and then obviously the fantasy is that you go to the bingo hall and you play three cards at once.
0: Only three. That's that's baby. T- that's baby stuff, John. It really is. Um. So yes. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about cyberpunk mostly. <clears throat> I think it's gonna be a good conversation. I've put. About 15 or 16 hours in. John says, you said you've put about 25 hours in.
1: 25 to 30, yeah. So
0: that's pretty good. Uh, I I played it, I was just saying this to you off, off the cast, but I just played last Thursday when it came out. I played it almost all day. I think I put like six or seven hours into it. And I was like, awesome. And then... I didn't have another time to play it until today. (laughs) So like I've all weekend I've been stewing over it, but then I played the majority of my day today. So that was awesome. So I've got, I've got, I just checked um GOG tracked me at 15 and a half hours on it. So, so we're going to have a good conversation. We both put a bunch of time into it. Uh, and then there's a lot of stuff going around with it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of hate for it right now. Um, some justifiable, I believe some ridiculous and, uh, yeah, so we're just going to it's going to be all Cyberpunk all the time. We're going to say is it worth buying? Is it worth the hype? And I think I'll we'll be able to answer that question. So I think it'll be pretty good. Yes. Um and then of course, um this week I'm going to forego my game of the week cuz my, hey, cyber- my game of the week is Cyberpunk. Cuz my game of the week is Cyberpunk. <laughs> so we don't need to talk about another game out of our old pile because actually
1: I was I was thinking about doing the exact same yeah, thing. I was thinking about just like my game of the week is Cyberpunk. It's just
0: it just is so so we'll skip that. But we both have our pickup piles of the week. I have a pretty small one this week. Same, and and then that'll be it. And so uh in lieu of uh, a Greg's rant today, it's kind of a rant, but it's not really a rant in particular. It's just a story from the store yesterday or on Monday, I should say. So I have, and John, I haven't told you the story, so you get to hear it for the first time too. So I, I have not had any issue with mask wearing in at least two months to three months. It has okay. just been widely accepted, and people come in, I think early on when people saw we were requiring it, they either chose right away that they wouldn't come to us anymore, or they just sucked it up and put it on. You know? and, and I'd say for the most part, Like, yeah, like for the most part, sometimes people come in like, oh, I don't have a mask. Like, oh, we'll give you one. We have free ones we give out and it's been fine. And so nothing, it's been fine. It's been like a nice casual couple of months. So on Monday, I get not one, I get two on Monday, two different people with like two different issues wearing masks. And so I'm going to tell the stories because I don't these people I don't think listen to my podcast, but (laughs) so the first lady she called earlier in the day and had asked if we had something, I forget what it was, some game on PS2. I think it was herbs Sims in the city for PS2. And okay, so <laughs> it, yeah, so, so a coin is sewer, and it was for but it was for a Christmas <laughs> gift. I talked to her, we were joking about how it was put on the Christmas list, but then she doesn't know if that person's still gonna buy it because they like to buy things even though they're on the list. I'm like, hey, my wife has the same complaint about me. I tell her things I want, and then I buy them because I buy everything I want, and then you know, yada yada. So we joked, it was like a really nice conversation. And so, like, later in the day, I mean, I don't know, it's her yet at this point, it's maybe around noon or one. And a lady and her husband are coming in. They're older, probably, or if I had to guess, probably around 60. And they come walking in, and I'm like, oh, hey, did you guys have your masks with you? Because they come in without masks on. And she just hmm. stops dead in her tracks. And she just goes, oh, Jesus Christ. And then she goes into her jacket, pulls out a mask, and puts it on. You should have been like, oh, hey, you do. Cool. Uh, well, so, well, here, so I, I, I was this close to just saying, well, you don't have to shop here then. <laughs> like I was I actually, I, and I, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to push people out. I'm not that arrogant shop owner, you know, who's like, well, I don't care about your business. Like you, you know me, I take everything very personally when it comes to the store. And so, you know, I was just like in my head though, I was like, I'm not, I'm not used to having this issue anymore. We've gone like two or three months without anyone having a problem with it. So what's the deal? And you know, so that I had, but then I just I just didn't say anything, and then she you know says says that, puts it on, and I just turned around as I was walking away. Went, thank you for doing that. <laughs> it's like like I say that a lot. Well, like I'll we'll say it not sarcastically when people don't have a mask and we hand them one. I'll say, hey, thanks for wearing it, appreciate it. Oh, no problem, no problem. Yeah, her I was just like, well, thanks for doing it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's crazy and. Like I, I understand like, and we have a huge sign. If, if you don't know my store, if you just listen to this and you don't actually have never been to my store, I literally have a three foot banner by two foot banner on my front door that says in huge red, it's a huge red stop sign and then says no mask, no entry. And then below it, it says, if you need a mask, we'll give you one for free. Just open the door. Like, that's it. Like, it's that easy.
1: You know, it's clear. You know what you should do? You should, for people that get really pissy about it, you should just be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, man, but it's not my rule." Like the De Pere Police Department's right across the river, and they do spot checks on my store all the time, so, like almost every day, and I don't want another person tased in my store. So, <laughs>
0: so that's fair, right? But I look at it and I say, "I, I, I had mask wearing before it was a mandate. We, yeah. we, we said we were going to do that, so I have no, I have no problem." taking the blame you know like i have no problem telling people i'm doing it i back it up with with the science and with the recommendations of the cdc so like i i'm just doing what i think is right so i have no problem doing well,
1: that. I, I just like the idea of implanting like even more paranoia oh, sure. into their heads like <laughs> so that way they can go home and just feel like they're tasing people in disappear.
0: the De Pere police are tasing people.
1: Yeah. Um, So they're they're really cracking down on these masters. But, but that,
0: (laughs) that, that rolls into the second person. What you kind of said there though, because the second person comes in. So it's a younger lady and she comes in and like, there was a point yesterday. So we have a limit of 10 people in the store. There was a point yesterday where Charlie was at the door for a half hour Holding people out And I'm I'm the only one with him So it's me doing all the transactions Helping all the customers in the store while he watches the door So like mm-hmm. it, it got to that point a little bit A few times yesterday And he So this lady kind of comes in At the time we weren't that busy But like I was behind the counter doing something And he was closer to the door So he greeted her when she came in So she comes in without a mask And he just goes oh I'm so, do you have your mask with you And she just goes uh, I don't I have asthma and then she just keeps walking in, and Charlie's like, "Well, excuse me, we if you, we don't have any exceptions here for medical exemptions, so you you have to wear a mask if you want to be in the store." And she's standing at this point; she's been walking in the whole time, so she's basically at the front counter now. She's got her arms okay. she's got her arms full of trade ins, and she's like, "Well," uh, and I'm like, "So I'm saying that like, okay, well, you can put the trades down, and if you want, you can wait out in your car. We'll process the trades, or you can put a mask on and hang out inside. What would you like to do?" And then she just looks at me and goes, "Well, I'm parked in the front. I didn't know you didn't have front parking, so I had to walk around the building." So I'm like, "Okay, so <laughs> do you want to go out the front? I can let you out the front to your car." Yes, I'll do that. So she basically walked through the whole flipping store, you know. And I just and there's <laughs> other people in there, man. And there's and, and, and I'm sorry. And here's the thing, right? And anybody listening to this who doesn't want to wear masks and who's eye rolling me right now, here's what I'm going to tell you: one of the people in that store right now has cancer. Okay, and now you can argue, well, maybe cancer people shouldn't be out and about. But I have an obligation to protect people in my store too. And one, it's because it's the right thing to do. And two, there's also nothing at all to protect businesses if someone were to somehow prove that they got it from your business. If you could mm-hmm. prove that you got COVID from a business and you got sick from it, you could probably sue that business and win easily. It's probably happened a million times already. I mean- in the way that this country is so litigious but and again that's not me like on a high horse or anything that's just me saying hey like it's the simplest thing we can do just put on the mask it's the simplest thing you can do to to, to even if it lowered it by 5% chance why wouldn't you just do that you know what i mean I, it's it's such a small thing but so then anyway so then she she went back out the front door she comes all the way around with her car parks in the back and then it's fine. I do the trade and I, I bring out the trades to her that we don't take. And I get her ID and I go back in and I fill out everything. And I just don't, I don't even have her sign the stupid slip. Who cares? And then I just give her a cash in an envelope with her ID. And I'm like, here you go. Thank you. And she's all like, she's nice, but I could tell she's being like super fake nice. Like she's just like, well, thank you. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm being super fake nice. So it's just the most superficial conversation in the entire world. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, and, and I'm like, hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate you understanding. And then she's like, well, thank you. I'm thank you for taking it. And I'm like, thank you have a good day she's like you too bad." and i'm like this this was just like the most passive aggressive (laughs) like nice argument i've ever been a part of and so you know i wasn't used to it but it goes so it goes back wrapping it around to you It, it brought a funny you you brought it up and it made me think when you said it this way because my issue with the people that don't want to wear masks right if you if you came in and said look i don't want to wear a mask i feel it's against you know my rights i think it infringes on my freedoms if that was your stance, I would say, hey, I respect that, but I have an obligation and I'm responsible for people in this store. This is my business. So this is what I say has to be done. But they don't do that. They always say, "Oh, like
1: they're faking
0: an injury. They're
1: faking an illness,
0: yeah. which really pisses me off.
1: And I've, I've actually well, talked about that's this the before. Same, that's the same type of thing with uh, people that bring their dogs everywhere and then they just go, oh, it's uh, it's it's, it's a, a service dog yeah. support animal yeah. Su- service yeah. dog yeah yeah
0: exactly and and then that really sucks because there are people who legitimately have service dogs and then you get all these people who are thinking like oh is that really a service dog you know what i mean like it when when it's like the boy who cried wolf you know and so it's yeah. it's it's really annoying to me cuz if if she had just said it like i don't want to wear a mask are you requiring masks in here and i would say yes and she goes well i'm not going to I'm not going to sell these games to you if I have to wear a mask. Say, okay, well, I respect your opinion. Here your games back. Uh, kindly fuck off. <laughs> right? That, that's what I would say. Damn.
1: We, you know, we really wanted that copy of Connect Adventure. Well, and it ends up being a Wii. <laughs> it
0: ends up being a Wii and like six Wii games. Okay, and and I'll say this now. This is going to sound really arrogant. You, I do not do the arrogant thing. Okay, I, I'm not the arrogant store owner who knows everything. We talk about this all the time. I hate the elitist attitude. Right it's the yeah. same thing I would say to somebody who comes in like there's a lot of resellers in town here and like they'll they'll find some old lady selling a Nintendo in 10 games for 10 bucks and they'll buy it and then they'll sell it to me for a bunch of profit right well they mm-hmm. they'll negotiate with me right and and one of the guys in particular will just keep like you know this is good stuff you know this is good. you know it's gonna sell instantly and he, and he wants he wants <laughs> like he wants like 60 75 percent value of what it is and he's like he's like this is a couple hundred bucks of good stuff you make good money in this and I just want to look at him and be like dude no offense. Last year, I bought $300,000 worth of games. I don't give a Jesus. shit about your $200. I don't give a shit about your $200 <laughs> games. Okay? Like, like they act like it's such a big thing. Like, look, I'm bringing you hundreds of dollars worth of games. It's not shit. And again, I'm not being arrogant. I'm just saying it's not shit. I did $300,000 in trades. You should use
1: that flex. I th- for, the, for the guys that are wheelers and dealers like that, I feel like putting them in their place would probably it, feel great. It would probably feel great. Just good. be like, dude. She's like, I understand that that you think this is worth two to three hundred bucks, but I literally bought three hundred grand worth of product last yeah. year. So yesterday, so I'm sorry, but I know what's I know what it's worth and what I should yeah. buy it for.
0: I I bought I bought a thousand dollar, I bought an eleven $1, hundred dollar Master System lot yesterday. <laughs> so like, you yeah. want to talk about a big lot like that? That's a big lot. You know, even people how many games are, is it that? Well, there's one there's is one thousand dollar game in there, <laughs> but oh, really? But, what but, what but the I mean, hell game is on Master System that's worth that much? Buster Douglas Boxing, the U.S. version, really? Yeah, knockout. The yeah, it's terrible. Boxing game, crazy. <laughs> um, but not now. That's it. sells for a thousand. I obviously didn't pay a thousand, but that was right. a big chunk of it. That was like almost that was about half of the whole trade. But even still, the okay. trade the trade still was probably fifty games. If I had to guess, 50, 60 Master System games all complete system bunch of controllers so again i'm not being arrogant and i hate that elitist thing but it's like the people that come at you like that i just it's the same thing with this lady like don't you can't give me attitude and and act like i need you to survive because i don't now i also am smart enough though to know the reason i'm successful is because i do care about every single customer every Mm -hmm. i'd like to think that every customer that's ever come in i've taking care of them in such a way where they've wanted to come back and that's why we're successful if I kept scaring people off and pissing people off I wouldn't be as successful as I am so I do I do appreciate that and, and I do like I've said I take everything very personally when it comes to customer service anything that's like below a four star on like Google for the business, it kills me. You hunt them down. Like I get irritated all day. Like I'm grumpy all day. If I get a three and they don't say anything, I'm just like, "Whoa, what the, well, what the hell, what, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> and and I'm, I'm like stomping around the store all day because I take it very personally. But so anyway, long story short, it had been a few months. It was great, and then I don't know if people are just getting sick of it or it was just my dumb luck. uh But yeah, two in one day, and, and the first lady, she was so upset. We have a huge sign in the door. Did she say that when she read the sign when she walked in or did she not read? Can she read? I don't know. I just, I was, (laughs) I was frustrated. I I just, I see that and I go, you know, even if she, because if she had looked at me and just said, well, I don't want to wear a mask in here, sir. Do I have to wear a mask to shop here? And I would say, yes, I'm sorry you do. And if she walked out because that, I can respect that. On some level, I can respect that because you're standing, you know, this is, you're standing your ground, you know, you're. I, I, I don't know. I you have you have what do I want to say? Like you're 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 standing for something. I when when you like get pissed off about it and then do it and snip at me, or if you just say you have an illness, it's like well I mean I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, why don't you just be honest about it and say you don't want to wear it? And, you
1: know? and also asthma or not, like if you're if your breathing is so bad that you can't put a piece of cloth over your face for two minutes you probably should also be dragging a oxygen tank behind you yeah and have the tubes in your nose like if 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 they dragged that in and just said hey i i can't wear a mask because i have a physical ailment here is my portable oxygen tank I think there might be a little bit more leeway, and like you know what? I think you might not be faking it. Yeah,
0: I don't think they'd be faking it, but I'd still make them wait outside. <laughs> yeah, not, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's just it's just how it is right now. I'm sorry. I'm not risking. <laughs> I'm not risking it. And I know it's a very low percent uh, that have bad symptoms. I know it's a very low percent that die from it. Uh, you know, I just it's just it's how it is, and that's fine. And people can make fun of me for it all they want. I am more than happy with my stance, and I feel I I don't I don't lose a wink of sleep knowing how I handled yeah. this whole situation all the way back to March when we closed before it was mandated. When we came back we wore masks before it was mandated. And I feel confident in all the decisions we've made. So anywho, uh let's get off that. So that actually was a pretty good rant actually. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's let's talk Cyberpunk first. Because if we talk okay. Cyberpunk for like forty five minutes to a, to an hour, then to hell with the game awards, who cares? You know, we right. we can we can shorten that conversation if Cyberpunk goes long, but I want to talk about Cyberpunk first. So, I'm going to ask you a question and then just toss it back to me when you feel like you've made your point. Like the same question I mean. So, yeah. what I want to say to you is or what I want to ask you is you've put 25 to 30 hours in. The first mm-hmm. question's an easy one. Was it worth the money you paid?
1: Um Well, I bought the $300 Cyberpunk <laughs> Xbox One X console.
0: Are you using that to play it? I'm not. Oh, uh,
1: no. I'm playing it on my Xbox Series X. Um, and do I think the game is worth $60? Absolutely. Um, do I have a problem with, like, do I regret buying the Cyberpunk console? No. Um, it should have been an S- Xbox series X. oh i I know know like like i don't know why they just didn't put that design on the series x i mean the the console was going to be coming around out around the same time as what the game was going to so it's kind of i find that kind of silly but if you were i will say this if you are going to play cyberpunk play it on the next gen consoles yes if you're not if you're going to play it on a base xbox a xbox s or a base ps4 or a ps4 slim wait
0: yeah and th- that hurts me to hear that but that's the same thing i would say too it it hurts to say that yes. because i think this game is very good i'm playing it on a mid-level gaming pc and it's okay. beautiful it's beautiful game. Like I was driving through an area and I looked up and I could see like the downtown with all the skyscrapers off in the distance, like across the pier. And I'm like, damn, this is cool. You know? And, and I was like, yeah, this is really awesome. And, and then, you know, unfortunately I saw, I saw a video yesterday of the PS4 version and it was them. It, it was, did you see, I don't know if you saw this, but somebody was looking, had, had recorded themselves looking at a roundabout and it was okay. maybe it was maybe a half mile, quarter mile down the road, and they were on a hill. John, it looked like the crowd from wrestling games in the nineties and two thousands. <laughs> like it looked like the car the cars were moving and they were just square pieces of geometry that would turn twenty five degrees, twenty five degrees around a corner, and it was it was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I laughed. Yeah. I laughed at how like how how ridiculous it is. Um that that, that, that version Is that bad. So.
1: This game is weird. In that. They're kind of caught. Between a rock and a hard place on it. Because. They have a playable version. Of the game. That functions great. If you are playing it on. PC. Xbox Series X. Series S. Or PlayStation 5 but it's technically not a playstation 5 or a xbox series game it is a last gen game that is using the power of the next gen consoles to run it well
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: so they can't they they couldn't have put it out and said hey we're delaying the last gen version of the game and we're gonna give you the 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 next gen version of the game, because the next gen version's not ready. So, like, and they and the customer obviously could always just pop the disc into a PS or an Xbox One and be like, "Oh, this works." It just looks like crap. Um, so like they couldn't delay the old gen and just tell you to play the new gen, and so like it it, it sucks because. The game is perfectly playable if you're playing it on the optimal hardware. And the old gen is where it is holding it back. And I, yeah. I think that Cyberpunk, or I think the problem that CD Projekt Red should have done to fix this was I think they should have outsourced the development of the old gen games to a porthouse that has experience bringing games to lower powered consoles in a timely manner
0: mm-hmm. and, and um, they have experience with that they well i mean unless i shouldn't say that i should say that they have experience with bringing a game to a lower console they brought witcher 3 to the switch for crying out loud
1: right but i believe a porthouse did that
0: yeah okay so they do have that then because e- either way yeah they've they've seen something like that before that was an option all along
1: but, like, when when Activision puts out Call of Duty for every damn thing known to man, they don't just have two studios working on it. They have, like, ten studios working yeah. on it. And, like, they have the people that specialize in certain systems take care of it. Like, um, Panic Button is a well-known uh, company that ports stuff to Switch. Uh, I believe they did... They did Doom uh, Eternal, I'm pretty sure. I think they did uh, Wolfenstein as well. Yeah, and, and those games run pretty well on Switch, I've heard. And they sh- they really shouldn't, but they do. <laughs> um, and so I think that Cyberpunk should have been... The, the original gen versions should have been handled by somebody like that. That really could focus on getting a playable... Stable version of the game that would not make them a laughing stock because the game is yeah. gorgeous on Xbox Series X. Like and it, and like I said, we're not even playing the the next gen upgrade yet. Like at some point, a patch will roll out and make that game look even better on the the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. And so I'm I'm very happy with what I'm playing now. And I'm excited to see what that patch will be. But I'm definitely content. I, I think it, it's... It sucks because not everybody either has the money for a next-gen system or a high-end PC. Um, or even if they do have the money for it, they can't get their hands on one. Yeah. And so they might end up playing the game, unfortunately, in a terrible way. But... I, I don't think that that should drag down the in, the total score of the game. I think there should be separate. You, it should be looked at separately because I think on the on PC and on next gen, I'd say this is a nine nine to a ten out of ten. It's a damn good game. I'm really enjoying the story. I I enjoy the gameplay a lot and. And I could see myself playing this for, like, another 40, 50 hours. Like, I'm, I definitely feel like I'm nowhere near done.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel, too. Like, I feel like there's no end in sight. So there, there's a lot of stuff to unpack with what you said, and I want to bring in some new things. Because one of the, one of the things you read over and over from people who don't understand how this works is that, well, why'd they even release the PS4 and Xbox original versions? Like, that, that's what people are saying. Why'd you release an Xbox mm-hmm. One and PS4 version? And what you have to understand is those two consoles combined is over 150, 160 million units. You yeah. have to release that game. Now, I'm totally with you. That should have been that should have been outsourced to a company to help with the the original versions. But and, and mm. this this was an issue when a game takes eight years to come out. Because when it when it came out originally or when it was announced originally, we hadn't even gotten into current gen or last gen. So PS4 wasn't even out yet by the time that they announced <laughs> the game for PS4. So that game was in development longer than the PlayStation 4 was that than that console generation. So you could have done what GTA did and just focused all your energy on making the best version for PS4 and Xbox 1 and then a year later come out with the PS5 Xbox Series version. Part of the other issue too is that they didn't want they wanted a massive worldwide launch of every console which I find now obviously hindsight's 2020 20, but now it, it, it's like it doesn't work you know like they could have released the pc version and released it essentially you could have released it on ps5 as just the upgraded version of the four you know you could have done that mm-hmm. and had those versions be good and then release the ps4 and xbox one versions six months later when you finished the, the when the port studio which honestly if they had a porthouse do it They may not even have had to have a delay. They could have maybe had it
1: all done on the same day. They probably should have done just PC because PC runs great and looks phenomenal. Yeah. And they could have rode the good press from how damn good the PC version is into successful sales on the console. Yeah. And And then take an extra time.
0: Yes, exactly. And that would be one thing like people could understand that. The PC version yeah. coming first and console version coming later. And yeah, I, plenty of games have done that. Pl- plenty of games have done that and it wasn't going to like it wasn't going to cost them any console sales if anybody didn't want to buy it on console because it came to PC first. I just really don't I don't buy that. And if anybody who's going to get it probably would just bought the PC version anyway. And you could argue that maybe it's better to buy the PC version or it, it's, they, they probably make more money off the PC version seeing as how most people are probably getting it directly from their site, getting it from GOG yeah. uh, so I'm 100% with you, it's really hard to recommend this game on the base hardware um, but I also think once again, and I always complain about this with any new thing that comes out people pushed their hype levels into the stratosphere again acted like this game was going to be the next coming of Jesus or something. And then it comes out and it's it, it, this game never had a chance to live up to the hype that was built up to it. Now, yes, you can argue that, that a lot of that is on their marketing department, but that's their job. Their job is to make people excited to play it, you know? And, and I have issue with CD project red quite a bit with this game. Like it's not all consumers fault. I do believe in the overhype, but it's not all consumers fault. It's Mm -hmm. the fact that they only sent review copies out of the PC version. Even to people who requested specifically console version because they wanted to play it on PS4, PS5, they only sent out PC review codes because they knew they knew what this they knew what the game was like what they were shipping they knew that like give me a break yeah you know well
1: and they also couldn't they also couldn't uh, stop somebody from playing it on the old gen if they gave them a code like because the game's not an Xbox Series X game or a PS5 game. They couldn't give you a PS5 code and be like, oh, you can only play those on PS5. If they gave you a code for PlayStation, it's going to work on whatever PlayStation right. you put that code into.
0: Yeah. And 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 so there, there's a lot of things going on with this game. But yes, one, the hype was un, unbeatable. Then you have the Jason Schreier hit piece that comes out just a month beforehand, you know, criticizing them for having to crunch in the last month of a project, which my wife's on a project that she's been crunching on for like six months at her work. So it's it's just every industry has it. We've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm not going to go into it. So you got that coming out. Then they had that last minute delay. Can you imagine where they were a month before this release date? If they pushed it back even a month to get... Because the, the day one patch that came out had minor fixes for those versions. I Ooh. mean, I almost wonder if the games were unplayable and that's why it had to get pushed. Because you don't typically push a date like that unless you know only a month once you've gone gold unless there's something seriously wrong so yeah
1: yeah it'd be interesting to buy the retail disc and throw it into a console that's not on the internet and see what happens
0: yeah like just play that 1.0 version and there are videos out there of people just it's just terrible you know um yeah and so i i have issue with the hype i have issue with that but then you know in their heads they're thinking well we can't delay the game again because last time we delayed it, we got blasted for it, right? We got all these people requesting right. refunds and all this other stuff. So so they 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 have extra pressure to push it out. Um apparently CD Projekt Red did an investor conference call and the investors are like, "What the hell's going on? We didn't realize the game was in this state and why was it released in this state?" And of course, the d- the developers or, you know, the studio heads are like, "Well, because you tell you all were telling us to push it out." It's like this weird corporate back and forth of well, the the money men said it's got to come out, and then it comes out with issues, and then the money men say, well, why'd you release it with issues? You know, (laughs) the eternal struggle. Uh,
1: Do you have access to what their stock is at right now? I don't, but I could probably find it. Uh, I asked because because, um, uh, our our buddy Joe up uh, in the UP, uh, he was texting me, and he said he was enjoying the game. Uh, Initially, actually, Joe mentioned that he's like, he wasn't super into it, and he, he said it just felt like GTA. And I was like, I didn't get the GTA reference because to me it feels like Fallout with a a more yes. a, more varied city more more things to do. People, like, yeah. I, I love the gameplay of Fallout, but then I hated that everything's just barren and dead. So it's it's that style of gameplay, but with a lot more weapons and a lot more. Variety and interesting shit going on.
0: Yeah, people keep describing this Grand Theft Auto. I think that's a real disservice to the game. I don't think it's like Grand Theft Auto at all. It, yeah, it, it feels more like Fallout. I say it. It's Fallout Skyrim, but in a futuristic city, cyberpunk type city. I mean, you're you're forced yeah. into first person, so that immediately kills the GTA vibe, in my mm. opinion. Like I know you can go into first person in GTA. Um, so yeah. to answer your question quickly, looking at the oh well, I'll uh,
1: we'll tell you why I got there, okay. Though. Um, but yeah, so Joe. Joe texted me again to, this morning and he said he's enjoying it a lot more um, but then he asked me, he's like do you think that Microsoft will end up buying CD Projekt because their stock is has taken a huge huge hit and I was like holy shit uh, how much has their stock dropped in the last like week or two based on this uh, now I didn't respond to Joe because I don't respond to text messages especially if they come from friends <laughs> um, so he'll just have to listen to my response via podcast. Yeah. Hi, Joe. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, this is this is the peak of their stock. Was Friday, December fourth at thirty-one dollars okay. a share. Okay. It is currently at twenty dollars and fifty cents. So, so they've lost it's, 33%. It's, it's it's dropped a third in okay. eleven days. Yeah, that okay. needs to keep going lower. I'm going to buy some of that when it gets lower. Because <laughs> that, that, I mean, they're going to turn around, and it's not just, it's not just that. It's GOG being a, a stronger platform, Galaxy becoming a bigger deal. Um, yeah, yeah. Because it looks like here, let me see. So let's go one year. So the highest it's ever been was thirty one point one, and then it was thirty one on December fourth. So it, it was its highest it's ever been. Uh, August twenty seventh. Then it dipped a bit, and then it came back december 4th to the peak of its time and now it's 20 which is the lowest it's been since may 13th
1: okay Um, uh what like was it like did it have a consistent uh valuation back in may like like was it steadily rising to that or or was it like like is this the highest, was 30 bucks the highest it's ever been, like $31, or $31? Yeah. Or is it just the highest it's been in like a year?
0: It's the highest, well, yeah, yeah, that's the highest it's ever been. So looking okay. looking back, um, the lowest it's ever been was $14.20 14, $14. a share, and that was March 12th. So for some okay. reason, mid-March, <laughs> did they have another delay around that time? Is that what would have sunk it? Uh,
1: I think they I think they did, yeah, because I think that's probably when they when they announced that their delay was like going to be till like May.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, then it, it pulled right back. You know, it pulled right back up, yeah, getting all the way back up to thirty one, and then tanking.
1: But um, so yeah, I don't think that Microsoft will buy them, and I don't think that they will be acquired um, because I think this is a minor hiccup. Like, I do think that they will turn this around. Um, they've already made back their development costs on the the game yeah uh, like based on like day one so I'm guessing if they need to hire some extra developers and extra hands to get the game to a stable space they're gonna do it and if they if if they're listening for the love of God hire some porthouses to help you out um, they're not <laughs> listening but but for the love of God, put some put some of that money that you just made into bringing on some extra studios to to help help you turn this around.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that, and and it. So it sucks because we've been talking about this now for a while, and we haven't really said anything great about it yet. We've said it's beautiful, but everything's been accompanied with a but. So we're going to get to the positives. So stick around. Make sure you don't leave (laughs) because we are going to talk about positive stuff. But this is fair criticism. And CD Projekt Red had an apology saying that we need to put more effort into those versions and we should have put more effort into those versions. I don't know if it was a it was it was it a gamble for them was it was it a flip of the coin to see if anybody would notice and care how bad they were compared it's it just it just seems like that's like it seems to me that that's one of those things that shouldn't that you should know is not gonna do well and the internet's gonna run with it look what happened to Halo when they showed Halo on the series X you know like anything yeah. that doesn't live up to the hype which this game's been generating hype for eight years, anything that doesn't live up to the hype, the internet's going to tear you apart. So why did they think that they were going to get away with this subpar version of the game being on consoles? I, I wish they had done what you said and just released the PC version and then released the console version in February or March. You can still get it out yeah. before the end of first quarter or before the end of fourth quarter. And I, I, it just seems like that would that would be the smarter move. Release it on PC first. It's ready to go. For the most part, you know, um, but who knows? I mean, I know it was supposed to be a big launch event, but they definitely botched that, you know, that was bad upper management decisions in my opinion. But again, you don't know the pressure they were under. You don't know if the shareholders were giving them a hard time. You don't know if that last delay, which seemingly caused, I mean, I don't know. When did they announce that delay sometime in November? It didn't really do much to the stock. I'll be honest. And then the stock skyrocketed up between November 18th and December 8th, uh, December 3rd. And then it crashed, (laughs) as of today <laughs>
1: but well it, it's it's unfortunate that uh, like i said before the game is playable on higher end hardware yeah and so you but but you can't delay it on the last gen because they're last gen discs yeah now that's that's the that's the spot that they were stuck in because they they couldn't just tell you don't buy it if you're playing it on base ps4 and xbox like, because that right. that would kill those people, like those people's hype and desire for the game. And even if they said that, even if they said, "Hey, this game is not in a playable state yet for the old gen systems," but they put it out anyway and, and let and were like, "Hey, if you own a Series X, an Xbox One X, a PS Pro, and a PS Five, you can play the game fine. But if you own the old G- old get consoles, wait three more months." people would have played it anyway they would have they would have bought it anyway they would have thrown it in their system and they would have been like this game blows
0: yeah ultimately yes i agree and that that's why the only the only rational thing to do would have been to knowing what they knew i mean not knowing what we knew we knew we didn't know it was going to be this bad when it came out so knowing what they knew they should have just pushed the consoles back and they would have built only more hype everyone's seeing the pc version running smooth like just looking awesome of course they're going to wait for that Now, the other thing I'm going to, I'm going to put some more blame on the consumer. I don't typically blame the consumer and I won't blame the consumer for bad products because I always hate that thing where it's like, well, they made a bad product because you're willing to put up with it. Well, not really, because we didn't know it was going to be a bad product. But what I will say is there needs to be an education in this industry, and I know every industry's got their like rabid fan base and everything, but there needs to be an mm-hmm. education in this industry that if you were gonna be playing this on a base model PS4, it was gonna look worse than what you've seen in the marketing, in what you've seen yes. in the videos. Now it's it's they're always gonna put their best foot forward. Everything you see in that game is on a high end PC.
1: Everything yeah, that- that PC running that game in demos is probably a five thousand dollar PC. Yes,
0: so so that's what they're showing off. So when they get it in their like, I already saw some of the videos that were comparisons to the E three demos that they were showing. You're like, well, of course, they're showing the best version available. You're trying to play it on the. You're trying to play the worst version available. So you have like there has to be an understanding there. Like people need to take responsibility. That they needed to understand that if you're playing it on base PS4, it's gonna be worse. Now, again, though, I will say, it, no one knew it was gonna be as bad as it was. And I do think it's—I don't want to say unplayable, but I can't recommend that game to anyone on that on that level without giving them all the disclaimers we just gave. Because there are people out there was... who don't care about that stuff, and I think a, a lot yeah. of a lot of people do, like on podcasts and a lot of people on Twitter in the gamer sphere, like they don't. They don't realize that the average consumer doesn't care as much about the stuff as they do. So yes, there's a huge uproar online. The average person's gonna play the PS4 version and think it's fine.
1: They really are. Uh, I don't know if they are. I, I, uh. I
0: well, I can tell you how many copies I've sold already. I've already talked to the people that have been playing it on base PS4s. I, I they're not okay. the average person doesn't care. That's the tough part about this conversation is we we aren't the average consumer you know we're kind of like the whales almost like where we you know we're we're buying everything we're we're so I, we're
1: definitely the whales but
0: <laughs> but there are there are the average consumer doesn't care as much as we do about it and the average person's going to play it and be like well that bug sucks but but that's the same yeah. customer that buys skyrim on ps3 and which is ultimately the worst version of skyrim out there and they play it just fine they don't care yeah you know? Well, so, I mean, it, I,
1: you know. So I was watching a uh, Digital Foundry video where they did comparison tests on the old gen, and the of the PS4 Xbox systems, surprisingly, the PS4 Pro runs it the best.
0: That is um, surprising to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the 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 CPU on the Xbox. Uh, 1X is quite a bit better than the PS4 Pro, and the Xbox 1X also has more RAM. Um, And there's some graphical features that are available on the Xbox 1X version um, that are... So, like, the the overall resolution is going to be slightly better on the 1X, but the game performs better on the Pro. Um, But then, when they ran it on the original system's um they on the Xbox One base model uh the the guy said that uh he was getting 10 frames per second uh during like more intense situations uh, basically anytime they got into a car it basically ground to a halt and it turned into a slideshow hmm. and then um he said that there was a point where the game locked up for over a minute. And he kept, like, he would, like, hit his guide button, uh, and the guide would show up on the Xbox to let him know that the system hadn't hard locked up, it was just the game. And he was like, well, is it gonna boot me out to the, the Xbox dashboard? What, is it gonna shut down the system? What the hell? And then a minute later, the game resumed. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> and i've had lockups on the xbox one or xbox series x while i was playing it i've i've had like a like five to ten second lockup where it'll just freeze but i'm i expected that um i go into big games like like Skyrim like oblivion like a witcher and and cyberpunk expecting that there are going to be bugs that need to be ironed out um it is a gigantic game and they all are huge massive game and there's so many different variables to how I play it versus how their beta testers played it that could affect how the game plays and could break the game potentially there's just millions and millions of possibilities that are going to be different from how you play it versus how I play it and so I went in expecting hiccups and I have them On the the Series X But not in a way that negatively Affects the game where I would be Mad about it
0: Yeah well and So you you basically you checked your expectations Which I think is what I The point I always try to get around to people is If you've ever played a Fallout or a Skyrim game They're buggy they're still buggy Like what people don't realize about bugs And issues is that the ones that happen Every time to everyone Those are the first ones fixed (laughs) those are the first ones they take care of and then after that after that it's all these weird ones that only pop up once every 30 times it's played then there's this one that pops up once every 50 times it's played those are lower priority than the one that happens to every single person and game and breaks the game every time it happens
1: so yeah skyrim is still buggy like thomas the tank engine still does not animate correctly in skyrim and it's that game has been out for or nine years.
0: Same with Randy Savage. Uh, yeah,
1: like Randy <laughs> Savage's proportions are fucked in that game. It's... And and do you see Bethesda doing a damn thing to fix it? No, nope. they are just sitting there, and Todd Howard is just and Pete Hines are just counting their money and laughing, and we are getting a substandard Macho Man experience. It uh. it's bullshit
0: rest in peace madness um so he doesn't his
1: his legacy doesn't deserve that so so let me tell you this
0: the first time (laughs) i the first time i played skyrim on ps3 i was bragging about it to some people some friends of mine who were just retro gamers i'm like this game's gonna be so awesome it's it's a sky it's elder scrolls it's great so the beginning of the game happens you're the prisoner on the cart right you know and you're going through and then Mm -hmm. you stop and you're you get taken off the cart to be like executed and then the dragon swoops in and saves you that's like the beginning of skyrim so right. when I first played, I install the game, I play it, I'm in the cart, I get to the end of the cart, I, they never take me off the cart. I'm just sitting there, I can look around, and I'm like, so what am <laughs> I supposed to do? You know, I'm like, uh, I'm looking around, I can't, I'm like, oh, do I have to get the ropes off? Like, what's going on here? And literally, there's nothing I could do. So I had to restart the game, restart the game. It happens again. I had to uninstall the game and reinstall it. Okay, that's my expectation of an open world game like this, like Skyrim, yeah. Fallout, even even things like Assassin's Creed games, Metal Gear Solid Five. Even I had the expectation that some wild stuff was going to happen in that game, even though to be fair, it didn't really. Um, because yeah, it's just how those games are. I mean, it's just how open world games are. That's that's the expectation to have. So that that's ultimately like I talk a lot about personal responsibility. Like when you. When you want to be in a hobby like this, you have to take some personal responsibility over your own expectations. And now now if they came out and said, there's not a bug in this game, we tested, it. there's not a single bug and then you buy it and then there's bugs, you're like, "Hey, what the hell?" That's different because your expectation was set by things they said, you know. But I <laughs> think everyone in their head should have known this game was going to be kind of a sloppy mess in the beginning. I guess I guess yeah. I just expected it to be and I, and I didn't let that affect how I felt
1: about the game. I will ask you this. So In my experience, the games that I was hyped about the most for the longest time, and that I frothed over every single video and screenshot and article back in the day, were always my biggest disappointments. And my favorite games are generally the ones that I didn't expect. Um, And so. Like. I learned years ago. To stop. As much as I am obsessed about video games. And as much as as I read. Articles about video games. Every single day. I don't read a lot of previews. And I don't watch a lot of videos. About games. That I know I'm going to buy. Because I don't want to kill. The hype. I don't want to get overhyped for the game. Yeah,
0: you're so, set, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed,
1: right? And and I think that's why I don't. That's why I'm really loving Cyberpunk is that I didn't go into it with any highfalutin expectations. I never watched a single Night City Wire preview event thing. I I knew I, I saw a couple screenshots that would occasionally show up, but I'll, and I, I knew that. Keanu Reeves was gonna be in it as as Bill from Bill and Ted. And so I was excited, but otherwise I avoided the most content of the game.
0: Wasn't he Ted wasn't he Ted not Bill?
1: I think he was both. (laughs) I'm sorry, carry on. Um, God damn it! Don't call me out on my stupidity. So,
0: <laughs> okay. So, I, I I love I love where this conversation went. I'm loving it, but I want to talk about good things now because we just we just basically shat on the game for the last forty minutes, last thirty. Which is minutes. funny
1: because when I texted you earlier today about uh, about talking about this game, I'm like, I'm I want to do the opposite. I don't want to shit on the right. game. <laughs> and, and and
0: I don't either because I actually I'm not disappointed. Like I'm I'm I I can admit and relate to people who are disappointed. I understand. I know yeah. this game looks bad on that, and I know it's not what a lot of people expected, so it's okay. But I'm having a great time with it. So, I'm just going to start gushing about it now. So, I, this game is everything I wanted it to be, and more. Um, it's complicated in a way where it it's just got more stuff to do. Uh, there There's a, a, something in the game called Brain Dancing, which, it's like reliving someone else's memory and you you kind of go through it almost like you're watching footage and you get to use it to scan the environment and find clues for missions you want to do. It is awesome. Like like there's so much cool stuff in this game. And it's it's shocking how close it is to a Fallout. But then forget the wasteland, right? Forget the boring, everything's broken down and empty and now fill it with a city full of people. And yeah, and
1: verticality? Yeah, verticality. Um, it's it's just and and, and like beautiful. No almost no invisible walls that prevent you from like going where you want and doing what you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't, I don't feel like there's these weird artificial like gameplay blocks. I mean, you, you have a street cred level and you have a character level. Those two things limit the upgrades you can get. So you can't just make yourself a powerhouse by grinding out money right away. You have to do missions and you have to like level up to unlock the nicest and the best things in the game. Um, and, and the, so like the shooting, it's, it's fine enough. I mean, it's like a fallout game in that regard. So it's still calculated shooting. So you could still, I mean, you still hit a guy if you put him in the crosshairs, but um, I, I've been running around with a katana and I've been putting all my points okay. into like, like when I make, when I slice them, they bleed. And if they bleed, I get life back. And so I'm like, it's just, it's weird. Like it, I'm just this melee killing machine and it's just, have it's you badass.
1: Been, have you been hacking a lot or no?
0: not really like i use it to distract when i want to get a stealth kill but very minor hacking
1: okay you should totally start hacking i'm actually Um, kind of
0: saving that for a second playthrough i'm gonna i'm gonna play this way like where i'm running in like as a melee assault rifle junkie and then i'm gonna go in as a stealthy hacker the next time i play it
1: well the when you hack you get uh it levels up your hacking yeah. Um so you get bonuses for it and then same thing with like crafting. You get bonuses for crafting. So like you shouldn't ever be buying ammo in the game. You should be crafting ammo in the uh in the crafting menu um and breaking down like guns that that suck to get crafting uh materials. I've I've so, never
0: I've never even had to make ammo before, dude. I lit I literally just pick it up. Like I've never run out yeah. of ammo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I generally, like, when I use, um, they have some pretty, uh, pretty high-powered and, like, um, clip-style shotguns that you can just, you have 12 rounds, and you just, like, bam, 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 bam. (laughs) And so I think you can only hold, like, like, 80 shotgun shells, so if I'm fighting a crew that, that I had to, like, take out, like, six people and they're pretty high level, after that fight, I'll probably have to craft some more shotgun ammo. Um, but I found hacking to be super useful once I started doing it, I got a, um, there's a, there's a shop in Chinatown that's on top of a, like a, uh, it's like a round restaurant that has a whole bunch of shops on the top of it, and I bought a mod called, or a hack called Contagion, and you hack somebody, so like, let's say there's five or six people like standing around each other, like, shooting the shit holding their guns looking cool um i hacked one of those guys and he died and because he was in close proximity to the other people in his gang they got infected with contagion (laughs) and they died too and so i didn't even have to fight them i just walked up and i picked up all the crap on the ground (laughs) and and looted their bodies um and then hacking also gives you a pretty decent chunk of experience. So, like, um, hacking, like, a vending machine will give you, like, I think 30 to 40 experience points. And then... killing an enemy will give you, like, maybe, like, 100 and 150. Um, so, like, there's a vending machine area in the game where it's... it, it looks almost like a old-school arcade with, like, machines all over the place, but they're all, like, those soda machines. And so, like, I just ran around in the circle and uh, just hacked each of them repeatedly, and raised my my overall uh, level for that skill. Because when you do that, you get skill points to put into your um, your skill tree. So you obviously get a you get a skill boost when you level up completely. So you you'll get one level to put into your overall skill tree, so like strength and uh, intelligence and stealth and whatever, Um, but then you also get one that you can actually pick a perk out, and so if you want more of those perk points, doing whatever the skill is that you're trying to enhance will also get you extra perk points.
0: Yeah, the game's skill systems I really like, and I like when you level things up by doing them. So, like, my, my melee, yeah. like, my blades skill keeps going up because I'm just killing a bunch of dudes with a sword. I found a sniper rifle. And so now I've found my, my point of entry is once I get that thing silenced, I'm going to be... It's going to be, like, unfair for the rest of the game for everybody. Because I basically <laughs> just... I can pick off... Like, when, when you see those little groups of, like, four people, it's, like, one of the 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 uh, NCPD, like, the the Night City Police... They, yep. they'll say something like oh yeah there's a gang operating that area feel free to take them out and i'll sit like on the on the overpass and i'll just zoom in and i'll take out all four or five with a sniper rifle and then i'm like all right cool and i just go down and collect my loot you know it's just great.
1: yeah one of the reviewers i was uh, reading said that uh with a sniper rifle you could take on like the really really high level guys because you're too you're so far away that they don't know where it's coming from Nice. and so you can you can pick off those guys from really far away and then go in and loot weapons that are gonna be super above your level but then you can um you can then sell them out on and and get yourself some money um i was just just doing like random missions uh early on in the game my I, I racked up like 20 or 65 grand and i wasn't even like doing anything to to really work to get money yeah it, like it i was just
0: pretty quick yeah
1: yeah, it's also crazy how many items you can carry. Like you're you have an encumbrance <laughs> yeah. limit. Um, like I don't know, my encumbrance limit is I think a, a little shy of 400 right now. I bought some skills to to up my my carry limit, um, but I'll look at the menu screen and it's like you have like 70 guns on yeah. you. <laughs> it's yeah, like that... I could probably get rid of these. And then <laughs> yeah, um, you can also use your car as a stash. So like, if you're ever in a in a gunfight or if you ever just finished a battle and you're like walking slow because you got too much shit on you, just call your car and then when it shows up, go to the trunk and you can stash a ton of shit in your trunk and I think it's limitless. So nice. so you can, if, if you got a gun and it's super high level and you're like, well, I don't want to break this down because I'd like to try it, but I also don't want to carry it for 10 hours until I can use it, just shove it in your car trunk and then... And then call your car back when you're that level. That's
0: that's a great idea. I didn't I didn't even think of that. That that yeah. I, there's a few there's a few like clothing pieces that I like too that I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to keep this, but, um, you know, I, I like the look of it, so maybe I'll put it on if I just want to like look cool. Um, which yeah, it's 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 a so I I do have two more complaints about the game, but this is as I these are playing complaints of a good mm-hmm. game. The first one. So, I don't know if you're still using your base car or if you've purchased another car. Um, still I, using the base car. I have the base car, and every now and then I steal one of the Tiger Gangs, like, little sports cars. It looks like an old Testarossa, like an 80s Testarossa. Okay. Okay, those cars in this game control, like, loose butthole. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's... It, the, 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 those cars are sloppy ass. It, it, it's the weirdest thing, like... Like in one of the faster cars, you go around the corner. If you turn and you're hitting the gas, you're going to spin out every time. Now the starter, okay. the starter car actually has the best handling of all the cars I've run into yet. I've only driven like three of the cars, but the, the, the starter has like, cause it's not as fast. So it doesn't lose its shit right away. And, and okay. two, I did drive a motorcycle. Motorcycles handle like a dream. So I will buy a very nice motorcycle and then that's going to be my main weapon, or my main vehicle, I should say, because I do use my vehicle as a weapon sometimes, but it's going to be my main vehicle because it actually is fun to drive because it's not sloppy all over the place. It's not loose butthole.
1: Motor- motorcycles are very sparse in game like that you can grab and drive. The like Occasionally I'll see one parked, but then it won't let me actually take it because um, I think it's probably like it, it's probably more of, like, set dressing than it is an actual vehicle. Sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've driven one or two motorcycles, and they drove okay. I'm, I'm curious about getting Johnny Silverhand's car at some point, because uh, I believe there's only one licensed car in the game, and it is his car, and it is a, uh, I think it's an 80s Porsche 911 Turbo. Nice. And it looks awesome. Uh, so I'm excited to, to get into that at some point, I would assume you can drive it at some point. Cause otherwise why spend the money to license a, a Porsche if you're never going to let the, the player touch it right. and just use it in cutscenes. scenes. Well, um,
0: what, there's a motorcycle in the game too. That's one of Keanu Reeves' motorcycle company. One of his motorcycles is in the game too.
1: Really? Um, is that? is that something that you get to be able to buy early or is, I wonder if that's something that you got to you got to earn
0: I think and I think I think you can well I think it's expensive but if if it's the one I think it is they even bring it into the story and you you've you've probably okay. you're probably further along in the story than I am I would assume um so there's yeah, like, some stuff happened well, in yeah, my s- story so s- so when you go to meet Dex to start the main story mission when you go to mm-hmm. meet Dex jackie's on a motorcycle and you interact okay. with them and you say something along the lines of like yeah. well where'd you get that it's to i think it's that bike because that's the one that looks okay. like the most normal most realistic and uh keanu reeves if you ever if you don't know that he has his own motorcycle company and his bikes are sick like i i'm not a i'm not a a, a biker by any stretch but if i ever got a motorcycle i'd get one of those i mean they're they're
1: really freaking cool yeah wonder how much they are
0: though. Yeah. Um so my yeah, probably more than I can afford. Uh so and then the second complaint I have is that I I love the different types of clothes you can wear, but I hate it's the same thing that Witcher did. Every 5 seconds, every other guy you kill drops a different shirt that'll be the exact Ooh. same shirt but 0.5 defense higher. So of course you want to put it <laughs> on. So I feel like after every after every mission I have to go through all my inventory put on all my better clothes and then sometimes you get a really awesome pair of shoes that looks really stupid but it's 10 times the defense so of course you have to wear it you know and yeah. so, like i feel like i have to change how i look all the time just to wear the best armor available when i'd rather just choose like a look and then be able to like do armor plate upgrades or something to it you know
1: well taking and putting transmogrify from the diablo series oh my god i know into the game would be great um because yeah they're there's a there's this puffy vest that I'm wearing in my, on my character in the game that realistically I wouldn't want to wear, but it's got like four slots for mods, sure, <laughs> and then um and then another like a different kind of slot, and it's it's the best piece of armor I have in the game. It looks hideous though. Like realistically, I would I would like to fashion souls it up and like if i could uh you know how some some shooters like i think destiny does this where like you can hide the helmet uh so that way you can see your character's face in cutscenes and stuff
0: oh okay yeah so like
1: yeah. you're you're getting the benefit of wearing the armor headpiece but you're it's hidden so that way in cutscenes and and to other players it looks like you're not wearing one they should have that for clothing pieces so that way you can run around potentially with an outer piece of clothing on to get the the armor benefit from it, but then not have to potentially wear it. So that way your character could look how you want it to look. Now, yeah. this is kind of a dumb idea because the only time you look at your character is when you're in the pause menu. <laughs> but I, yeah, or the, I unless you I go like to a, cool
0: yeah, unless you go to a mirror. You know, but but every yeah. but that occasional cutscene like I want I want to look cool and I feel like I don't look cool all the time. And that's one thing in a game like this like the same thing happened in Witcher too. Like I remember wearing certain armor that wasn't necessarily best for my playstyle but it's what I liked and it looked the coolest so.
1: Yeah, I was listening to another podcast and and somebody said and I found this to be interesting and very true. So uh your character you 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 mess with the character creator and you make your character and then you start the game. You're never able to edit the, the looks and hairstyle of your character. Once you start the game, like for a game that's filled with people doing with body modifications. Yeah. And like, and stuff, the fact that you can never like change your hairstyle, change your tattoos, uh, make your dick just huge, uh, after you decided to make a tiny one. Um, like the the fact that you can't modify that after the fact is very bizarre like you've got the the the, the main story t- takes you straight to a guy that does like genetic splicing and and modifications for your body yeah, but you can't cut your hair just, yeah they couldn't just add an option and just be like hey for uh for 1500 credits uh we can we can change your your nose, or change your face, or whatever. Like they they couldn't give you an option to like jump into the there, the character editor there's, and tweak it a little bit.
0: There's literally the enemy that you get the flathead drone from. His entire face above his nose is caved in, and he's got an like okay. a and You'll it's it's the. It's the gangs of the, the Maelstrom or whatever. So the, yeah, he basically, yeah, I've done that one. He basically looks like he has a spider eye implant. There's like a big eye and like four or five little eyes. And his entire yep, yep. face cavity is caved in. So they can do that in this world. And I can't cut my freaking hair. And I'll tell you, like, I always thought I'd be able to change how my character looked in the game. Like, I really thought that. Yeah. I, I was very surprised. And I'm like, wait, you can't ever change how you look? Crazy.
1: Yeah, one, it's surprising that you can't do the more horrific modifications to your body like I wonder so like very early on in the game they they change your hand we'll just say that um, I wonder if there's more that will actually visually affect the way that your your character looks because you're you have the ability to slot in these mods all over your character's body their their eyes their their senses whatever um, and their hands but like do they visually change the character, or is it just a a status effect? Because um, it would be interesting to like have it radically visually change your character, like to give them robot eyes and shit. Because you see, you see people doing that in the game. There's there's a character that you're talking to at one point, and you ask them a question, and they go, "Let me check," and you can see their eyes go like you. You can see that they're not there with you anymore, mm-hmm. like that they're. They're looking at something, like, on the internet or something. You see a flash in their eyeballs. And then a couple seconds later, it, the, the visual effect is gone. And then they're like, okay, this is the answer. And so, like, I wonder if that's something that your character can have. Like, that you can tweak their, their eyeballs. Like, it would be cool to have that style. Um, especially when the multiplayer comes out. Because right now, we're we're talking about things that really would only affect it when you're in the pause menu. But once multiplayer eventually is out um, and you're you're seeing other players in the world, it would be interesting to have them not all look like regular ass, incredibly hot humans. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Well, uh, well, I I will say I did see somebody make Elon Musk, so not they're not all.
0: Yeah, they're they're, uh, like, it sucks because there's a part of me that wants to go back and kind of redo it because I had this thought. Um, and I, I'll tell you, I'll I'll be more clear off off the podcast because it's kind of a spoiler. But like, in kind of near the beginning of the story, there's like a big fundamental shift in your character, and so mm-hmm. like when that happened, like and there's like there's a really impactful moment emotionally that happens, and I thought. I'm going to use this moment to change how my character looks. I'm like, I'm going to change it up and just be like, and I'm going to change how I play. Like I'm going to be more angry. I'm going to be more like, I'm just going to kill more people. And I had had that kind of, cause I'm kind of RPing the game as I play it in my head. Mm. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you can't do that. Like, well, damn it. I just, I mean, it just seems weird to me that they have none of that. But anyway, I don't want to get hung up on it because overall, I love the game. Overall,
1: I'm more than happy with it. I was going to mention one other thing I found incredibly impressive. So. Really early on, like shortly after you create your character, um, they do a montage scene of you and one other character, like just kind of doing your thing together. Yeah, Um, and hanging out for six months. Yeah, they they cut really quickly between scene to scene to scene to scene, and like normally, like at first, I was like, I was like, oh, is this a pre-rendered like cinematic? And I was like, no. That's my character in all of those scenes that they just quick cut between really, really quickly. So they moved the character around and put different set pieces in place that were only there for like two seconds as they flew through scenes and it all was animated fantastically and it was fun to watch and it was was really impressive from a, a game perspective for them to be able to do that. I there there's a lot of really impressive and neat scenes in this game and the the level of interactivity with um, the amount of places that you can enter is is really quite awesome
0: yeah so i think wrapping it all around if you have a base model ps4 you have to have really low expectations to enjoy it if you have a base model xbox one have very low expectations if you play it on a gaming pc it's a blast John's playing it on Series X, it's a blast. And apparently it runs better on PS4 Pro even. So if you have that, it's a blast. So I, that's the only thing I would say, though, is maybe wait if you have a base model, if you have high expectations. If you just want to play an open-world game that's going to be buggy and glitchy and kind of hilarious, go for it.
1: <laughs> but it, they'll fix it. I I think this is going to be a, another No Man's Sky. I think a year from now, we're not going to be talking about the, the glitches anymore. We're gonna be talking about the rocky launch, but I think overall we're just we're gonna be talking about this game in game of the year uh, talk for the video game awards next year.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with that, and I think that uh, I think that it will it it'll probably even get like that. Oh, studio comeback of the year award or most improved game or something award. Like it yeah. will be something like that. It'll get something like that, but. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of it. I, I, th- I think it's a great game. I think John, you hit it right in the head, man. They should release the PC version first and then did console later. I don't think it would have hurt their sales at all. It would just, I think it would have drove it even more hype. So, yep. um, so i gonna be honest, John, with the time we got left, I don't care to talk about the game awards. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it briefly. Just know that we were wrong about everything pretty much because last of us, <laughs> last of us Two won everything. Um, they won. It won Game of the Year. It won Best Game Direction. It won Best Narrative. Ghost of Tsushima won Best Art Direction, which I think we actually said. Yes. Because of the so we actually got that one right. Best Score in Music went to Final Fantasy VII Remake, which we also said. Um, and then Best Audio Design. I think you
1: said that. I think I I said something else.
0: Oh, I think you said Doom because yeah uh, something because of the
1: controversy between that uh, that composer.
0: That's right. Uh, best audio design went to Last of Us. Best performance went to Laura Bailey as Abby, which I think is—I think you said Ellie, and I said Abby. I don't—I don't remember. Um, and then best ongoing game went to No Man's Sky. Speak of the devil. Best indie game went to Hades. Best mobile game went to Among Us. Best community support went to Fall Guys. Best VR went to Half Life. Alex de. Um, and then best action game. Best went
1: multiplayer. To- Went to uh, Among Us, beating out um, Call of Call Duty. Call of Duty, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, best Action went to Hades, which I find kind of strange. Um, but it, it was a weird category. We actually didn't talk about this on the cast, but here was the best action games. Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Now, I, yeah, I like, that's a weird yeah.
1: batch of games. And and, and who,
0: who has a big Doom Eternal boner that they're swinging around to get it nominated for every category?
1: Like, I don't, right. I
0: don't understand it at all.
1: Um, well, and like also the the way that they announced the game awards. So I like the game awards because every other segment they're like, all right, here's three game announce- announcements. Um, <laughs> it's basically no uh, December's E3. Um, um, but but so many of the the bigger categories that they announced, they're like, uh, here's a world premiere of a game. Oh yeah, and Last of Us won action game. Uh, moving on uh, like, yeah <laughs> they would just flippantly read it like they had a couple scenes where they had people like actually open an envelope and like read the the winner but like ninety percent of the awards were just Jeff going ah and this game won
0: yeah and and obviously they had a a challenge with moving the show completely online and not having anyone in person. But yeah, yeah, I I still feel like they could have done a lot of remote stuff. They could have recorded all that stuff in advance and had it. You know, I It just seems weird that they that they didn't. Um.
1: Uh, I, I also thought. Uh, so they they had another Vin, weird Vin Diesel moment. Yes. Um. Which which Vin Diesel now has a um. He he's now on the quote unquote development team of um arc, arc two arc two. <clears throat> In a, in a creative role. Um, fine, Vin Diesel's in the game, whatever. But his face in that trailer was super uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it looked like his facial animation was just pasted on a model. Or like rotoscoped, where it was like kind of shifting around. And it was super weird looking. Um, so, I'm, I'm not an ARC fan, but... The, the thing I found most compelling of the announcements that Ark did was actually the animated series that they're going to do. Because there's actually some really good actors that are going to be in that animated series. And what I'm kind of hoping that the animated series will be is not necessarily lore that Wildcard Games comes up with, but lore from the players in the game that have done cool shit in the game. Um, that has has been interesting, because some of the most fun EVE Online articles are all about the crazy, backstabbing bullshit that is in EVE Online. Sure, sure. And so much so that, like, I feel like they could hire a scriptwriter and probably make a really epic sci-fi series out of just the stories of Double Crossing in EVE Online. <laughs> and so I'm hoping that the arc series adapts some player stories and inter- interactions hmm. um, from the game rather than just putting out a whole bunch of a uh, lore for a game that doesn't really need
0: lore. yeah that like has no lore that no one cares yeah. about you know it's it's just a right. it's just a, a survival game you know but yep um, okay so we're gonna get on to our pickup piles of the week but before we do that I have to remind everyone that we're taking our Christmas break—I should say—I'm taking my
1: Christmas break. So yeah, because I'm I'm DTF whenever. Yeah, I'm, J- John, I'm always down to do this.
0: John has no say in anything around here. Uh, I do not. <laughs> this is the Greggy show. uh But uh, all joking aside, we will not have a podcast for the next two weeks. So this is our last podcast of 2020, and then we will be back sometime in January. I'm guessing it's going to be. Let me take a look at the calendar here, real quick. Probably will be like the 5th of January was the Tuesday. We'll probably record on that Tuesday. Um, it'll depend on what that week is like because we're game trade is closed Christmas weekend and New Year's weekend. So I'm not sure how it's going to be back once I get back into the everyday, you know, normalcy of the store. And plus we usually stay pretty busy. Well, we stay pretty busy all the way through tax time usually, but we'll stay pretty busy. <laughs> at least until the end of January, because we do like a lot of returns and stuff like that. And a lot of people coming in to swap for other things and, and stuff like yeah. that. So, um so I want to give everyone that heads up before we lose them all uh, after, cause after we're doing our pickup piles the week then we're out of here. So, um but yeah, so we'll, we're taking our holiday break and we'll see everyone on the, on the other side of 2020. Uh But John, before we do that, what is in your final pickup pile of 2020?
1: All right. So, I actually I was playing with this and waving it around earlier, because um, I got this today. Uh, I got the game and watch,
0: the Super uh, Mario Brothers game and watch.
1: Yes, which is pretty slick. I like it. Uh, I never I've never owned a game and watch until now, um, so I'm I'm glad that that I finally got my hands on one of these, and I think it's really special. I like it a lot. I like the screen. I think it's a really
0: nice, bright screen.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll start up. Uh, the most important game I got, obviously, uh, and uh, it it's running phenomenally on my PS5. You, you were so very... excited
0: about this today. You tracked yes. it in real time.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, I got Santa's X-Mass Adventure uh, from Amazon. It was $10. Uh, and, uh, Amazon, when, when the actual Amazon delivery trucks are delivering your item, you'll get a, you'll get a notification, uh, that tells you, like, how close they are to dropping your thing off, and, uh, when I looked at the, the notification, because it said it's six stops away, I clicked on the map to look at it, and the image of the, the item coming to my house, instead of having a little Amazon delivery truck, it was a sleigh. And I was like, oh, my God, Santa's coming in his sleigh. It's
0: literally Santa
1: <laughs> bringing his own game. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, and, and Santa's Xmas Adventure is totally a cell phone game for your PS5 or PS4. Um, it's it's a slide puzzle game, and it's not bad. I, I played probably about 15 levels of it before jumping on the podcast. And uh, <laughs> for 10 bucks, I was like, whatever. Oh, there's apparently 720 levels. <laughs> did uh, did
0: you buy did you buy Cyanara Hearts on sale today? I did. Okay, good. Um, That's a good get.
1: Yeah, uh, I I wanted that, and I bought it digitally on the Xbox when it hit, but I missed the I am 8-bit order on their website, and then never got around to. I actually I don't think it hit Best Buy. Uh, some of their stuff hit Best Buy. Um, after release, mm-hmm. but Wild Hearts I never saw on PS4 for Best Buy. So when it hit Wario the, uh, today, I was I was all about that. I got So I'll have that at some point in my pickup pile. Nice. Um, but uh, moving on from Santa's X-Mass Adventure, which is a 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> uh, screw Cyberpunk. That's, this is my game of the that week. Didn't, Cyber, that... Santa's, Santa's X-Mass Adventure for PS4 uh, a certified hit.
0: man that's gutsy to have a Christmas game without having the word Christ in it yeah I (laughs)
1: love that's not good (laughs) yeah um, Sean Hannity's gonna just fucking have a conniption (laughs) (laughs) so uh, moving on um, I picked up uh, both of the Ori games on Switch Uh, both of these were at Best Buy Um, and then they also have a deal where if you buy two games uh, at least last week um, you got 20 bucks off or half off. So I got I got both of them for like 30 a piece, which isn't bad. Nice. Um, I picked up Puyo Poyo Tetris 2. Um, I love Tetris. I love Poyo Poyo. Um, and this ah. is a fun game. Um, I also the, this game came out on Xbox in the US. Uh, but the original game did not. Uh, it came out on PS4 and Switch physically but for some reason on xbox they only released it on disc in japan uh and i have that too because i'm crazy
0: well john let's be honest i mean the average xbox fan can't do puzzles and stuff I mean, right that's... yeah
1: they can barely <laughs> read like <laughs> <Fucking> morons <laughs> and uh and the next game i got is a little bit more normal um for what what most xbox game fans would be able to comprehend and understand um i got Tony Stewart's All American Racing t- Bundle Pack, <laughs> uh, which includes.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's two shitters. That's two for one, man. That's a double is. shitter pack.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was playing this, and one, it's really hard. Um, the AI is very good at this <laughs> game, or unfair, if you will. Um, but, but when you start the career mode for both games, because they're individual games on this disc. Uh, they make you watch a five minute unskippable video of Tony Stewart just like masturbating about how amazing he is. oh, sure. <laughs> and it's just like, can i can i can I skip this? Can I skip this, please? Can, please no, no, all right, fine <laughs>
0: what what button combination do I need to hit to get off this garbage?
1: <laughs> the guide button and then quit <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah i I picked this up at um, Walmart for cheap because. I've only seen it at Walmart.
0: I thought you were gonna say you picked up at Fleet Farm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, <you're... laughs> it came with it came with oversized
1: overalls and a bucket of cream corn <laughs> and the, and a bunch
0: of generic candy in bags. Um, oh God,
1: yeah, just dots, but just the green ones yeah. <laughs> that taste like mint.
0: <laughs>
1: Ugh, gross. <laughs> so, what is in your pickup pile this week?
0: All right, so first up, I have a Sega CD game actually. Uh, I went through my back room at the store and I found I have a whole bunch of like empty Saturn and C- Sega CD cases. And I was okay. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back there, see if there's anything that I want in those cases, and then I'll just order a loose disc off eBay. So the only one I found that I actually wanted of the empty cases I had was a copy of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Eye of the Beholder for Sega CD. So it's like a first person oh. dungeon crawler. Uh, it was done by Pony Canyon. <laughs> Remember them? In the nineties they were really big. Uh but yeah, it's just uh it's just a first person like like any other. There's nothing special about it. But yeah. the art on the front's really cool. All the D games always had great art that was inspired by like their own artists in their books. So it's like a skeleton with an axe on the cover. So I I got that. So I, I bought the disc only on eBay to complete it. So I'm very happy with that. How much
1: was just the disc?
0: I think I got it for twenty bucks and I think the game complete goes oh, for like thirty or forty. So
1: the the only game I have for, well the only case I have for Saturn that I need a disc for is just crushing. Uh I have a immaculate box for Mega Man X4 but oh, no disc. That shouldn't be and too that game's hard to get. Not cheap.
0: No, it shouldn't be too <laughs> it shouldn't be too bad, but yeah, it was last I checked it was probably what like 100 to 150.
1: Yeah, the disc is about 60 to yeah. 75, I believe.
0: Um so I I also got in another another the next game from hard copy games they did a physical of Volgar the viking for ps4 okay so i got that uh and then i got a limited run box in so not a lot of stuff but the first one i got was those who remain the deluxe edition for ps4 it's like a first person horror exploration game and then john big deal we got another chemco shitter baby this one's called (laughs) seek hearts seek hearts Kenko- are
1: you, uh, is your collection list or your, uh, your checklist for Kenko Shitters? Are you up to date or are you missing some?
0: I shouldn't be missing any, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're RPGs, so I buy them. Uh, but that's all I had, and that's all we have for all of you today. Ah. That, and, and like that, it begins and it's over, John. Uh, thank you everyone as always for listening and watching. Remember, you can subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash drop rate. You can follow me on Twitch. I've been streaming a lot more, actually. I streamed three times last week and uh, got some more followers and stuff twitch.tv slash the drop rate uh and then of course you can listen to us on spotify soundcloud itunes and i don't google podcasts or something and then uh a whole bunch of other ones i don't know uh the zune store the zune store is i don't think it's even alive anymore (laughs) (laughs) um joke (laughs) but yes but thank you again everyone we will see you in 2021 Let us be gone with this year. (laughs) I hope everyone has a good holiday. I hope you're being safe and you don't go and have these huge gatherings with your family. But I do hope that you get to enjoy it and relax a little bit. And yes, normalcy is coming back to the world. We just got to wait a little bit longer. So thank you, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Say goodbye, John.
1: Have a happy holidays.
0: We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.